Baltimore, Maryland. Havoc. Chaos in the streets. This is Noxo. Case Files of Joshua Chambers. A crime drama set in the heinous world of the Dark Charm universe. There I was, sitting in Cole Jackson's apartment, showing him and his fiancée the footage outside of his apartment hallway. His mind was in utter confusion. Now, who, who the hell is this, and why is she in my apartment? IAB thinks that this woman is you, Miss Sherry, I replied. I was skeptical, so I asked her for identification before we started talking. She provided not only a driver's license, but a social security card and a birth certificate. Miss Greenway actually lives with Cole. Why look nothing like this woman? Why is Cole being persecuted by this? And what's worse, why didn't they put an investigation in place? I am the investigation, and to be honest, I think they knew full well. I stood up and started pacing. It's as I figured, Jackson. They're trying to discredit us. What's this about? Are they, are, are they that afraid? We'll uncover something dangerous? Baltimore City is full of corruption anyways. Those tattoos, they mean something. It's no coincidence that Praxis Security and one of the highest-ranking policemen in Baltimore City have that same symbol at the ready. What does it mean? Sherilyn Greenway asked as I sat in complete perplexity. I... I don't know. Maybe if I had some access to some federal databases... Wait a minute. Uh, what? My brother is a sergeant affiliated with a special crimes unit in New Orleans. Maybe he'll know something about these tattoos. I pulled out my cell phone and started to dial his number. I'm pretty sure I'm not being bugged, but I wanted to make sure I got a hold of Adam. My brother answered the phone. Well, well, well. If it isn't my brother, the hero. Don't tell me you had to cancel your flight. My plan is to still make it, as I love Felicia's gumbo. But Adam, I'm in a bind, and I need your help for something else. I made sure the tone of my voice vocalized my concern, and that he knew this wasn't a joke. A pause came over the line. Well, this isn't about Karen and the baby, is it? No, Adam. They're okay and healthy. In fact, the less information I give you, the better off you'd be at the moment. I could hear a sigh come over the other end of the phone. So this is work-related. I came across some peeps with blue tattoos on their right wrists. One is a major in the Baltimore Police Department. I don't have access to a federal database, and I need... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is it? Anytime you need me, it's about work. I didn't realize that I proverbially pinched a nerve with him. That's the nature of the lives we lead. Remember Dad had the same problems before Crownsville. We knew what you were getting into. Lives are at stake, Adam. My life was at stake, Joshua! He yelled at me over the other end. I was astonished by that revelation. He continued a little calmer. Now I... I was going to wait to know you got here to tell you, but I lost my commission. I am no longer a sergeant at NOPD. I lost my access to the federal database, too. But, if the tattoo is what I think it is, and that is a very big if, mind you, I want no part of it, considering it's the reason I'm no longer on the force. Adam, please, I, I had no idea. Let me finish. Regardless, my predicament, 
I'm still going to help you best I can. How can you do this? Call the number I'm about to give you. He'll provide you all the answers you need. My fear is that my involvement is limited, but I think Detective Sergeant Devereaux can point you in the right direction. Devereaux? You mean your old partner, Devereaux? I have to talk to that asshole? Well, yeah. He's conceited, he's arrogant, he's reckless, and he rubs people the wrong way. But... But what? Well, he's the best damn detective I've ever seen. And the best chance you have of getting the correct information. He and a Fed agent from the EPA are cracking down on those boys down here. You know I'm a pretty good detective myself, Adam, I replied. What are you not telling me? While you do things by the book, this guy has an uncanny ability to, uh, I don't know, sense a case. This sometimes makes a bit of a loose cannon, if it's against the grain especially. You're good, but... It's okay, Adam. I knew what you meant. It must have taken a lot to impress my brother like that. That gave me a little bit of respect for Devereaux. I took his telephone number and tried to call him. There was no answer but a voicemail. I left him my information. Well, he must be a busy man. I put my phone back in my pocket. Once we get a message back from Detective Devereaux, it should give us an idea of who we're dealing with. So you really think uh, that Vern Garvey had something to do with Slade's death? Had to. No one had a record of your argument with Slade before we even sent it to IAB, and he knew about it. I also found two audio bugs in my office. He had to have gotten information from another source. So what about the lady they think is Sherry? How do, how do we fix that? I have a plan. That night, I left Jackson's apartment and headed for home. I received a phone call from a number that I wasn't familiar with. The area code, however, was from Louisiana. I answered. Captain Joshua Chambers, a gruff, almost intoxicated voice, came over the other end of the phone. So you're Ace's brother, huh? I assume you're Sergeant Braden Devereaux, I replied as I put my key in my ignition and started to drive away. Indeed I am, Cap, and while your reputation precedes you, calling me means you no doubt have your nut up in bullshit right now, am I right? Especially what's going on with Ace. He always called my brother Ace. He thought it had more character than Adam, and it called him my brother's luck for playing cards. You have no idea. Adam's being very coy with me. What happened to him? He didn't tell you anything? No, other than that he's no longer with the Force. Well, if he doesn't want to talk about it, I suggest you adhere to his wishes. He'll come around eventually. But that's not why you're called, is it? I've been dealing with several intriguing people with strange tattoos on their wrists. I forgot you're from Baltimore, right? Yep. Yeah, that city's been in the pocket of the Old Vitalis for a while now, among other things. Surprised you get in contact with them this late in the game. They're really doing a number on the traditional organized crime units out there taking over their strongholds. Chicago's outfits fighting them, but uh, they're not doing so well. I didn't know I was playing a game, Detective. Detective Sergeant, and yes, this is the most dangerous game. What is the Ordo Vitalis? I asked him. He sighed. Well, that's a long story. I spent over an hour talking to Devereaux on the phone. 
an arduous task, but an enlightening one. The Order of Vitalis is the human arm of the Crimson Legacy. This I remember from the stories that I heard from Calliope and her friend Sheila back at the Shock Tower. Their structure is very secretive, but from inside knowledge, he told me that the Order of Vitalis was a mixture of Mafia, Masonic, and even Ku Klux Klan tenants. But he also said that some new blood had been trying to modify the way business is done in the Order. Whatever voodoo or hoodoo is going on in this city, it's been ingrained into the power structure for quite a while and grew to something seriously powerful. It reminded me of what Vern Garvey said to me when he was trying to change my memories. That his people had more influence than just the mere police department is true. It could go all the way to City Hall, or even Annapolis for all we knew. The only way to stop this is to find out how far this goes, and the only way to do that is through Vern Garvey. The next night, I had to go to the shot tower to finish formulating my plan. You're gonna do what? Calliope Mantranga said as she heard my plan as I visited the shot tower. You heard me, Calliope. This is the only way we know just how far Order Vitalis is growing. I need to get that information out of Vern Garvey. Changing his memory only worked once. If it did at all, he could have just been playing the waiting game, Captain Chambers. While that information is, uh, well, well and good, they just got a sniper scope right on you right now, Joshua. Maybe it'd be best if you just lay low for a bit, you know what I mean? Just for a little while. I can lay low until the cows come home, but all that's going to do is leave crooked cops in the streets and evil men in power. I gotta know how far this goes, I said, as I grabbed the briefcase I gave to them and took the hypnotizing pen out. Calliope became frantic. Joshua, please think this through! We don't have the manpower to go up against the Ordo Vitalis in this city. We don't even... <sighs> we don't even have the means to protect you this time if you do this. You would literally be out on your own right now. She's right, Captain. Without John Darlington around, we have limited help with the supernatural. We can't even vouch for your safety if you do this now. Maybe if we did this in a couple months from now, we'd have better planning. It might be possible. Miss Sandler, I can't wait that long. This is eating away at me like a piranha. It's affecting my brother in New Orleans. It's affecting my life here, and I want to know exactly what we're dealing with in regards to Maryland. I can tell you how deep this goes, Captain, and you're not going to like it. It's everywhere. Look at our world. You don't even have to go on a mission, especially a suicide mission, to figure this out, sir. I left soon after knowing that I wasn't going to listen to them. I didn't want to listen to them. Maybe I should have? I just knew that my blood was boiling and my thirst for vengeance might get me suspended, possibly killed. What else was new? The next part of my plan was the most difficult. I needed to talk to Karen. Have you lost your damn mind? I agree with Calliope on this one. This is way too dangerous for you. Oh, God. Karen changed Milo's diaper. He might have liked the peas and carrots baby food we got, but apparently it didn't suit him. His diaper smelled worse than anything I'd ever come across in the field. I yearned for a canister of Noxo at that moment, and aside from her anger at me, I think Karen agreed. This is the only way to find out the information we need. I tried to reason But with her. you heard what Major Smith and Garvey said to you. 
if you keep meddling, they will suspend you. Or worse, if they realize they can't control you, they will eliminate you. I can't have you dead, Joshua. Tears started to roll down her face. I sighed. She was right. She was already having a hard time with the baby, and even though I'd been helping when I could, it still wasn't enough. What would happen to them if I wasn't there? We got out of this problem once before. But when they realize that the brainwashing didn't work, they will come after you, and possibly me. Do you think they'd be ruthless enough to go after a baby, Josh? Because I know the answer to that. My phone started ringing as I looked at the caller ID. It was Cole. I answered. Hey Cole, what's up? The voice that responded back wasn't Cole Jackson at all. It was Vern Garvey. Sorry to burst your bubble, Chambers, but this isn't Mr. Jackson. Garvey, if you've hurt... You overestimate your capabilities, Chambers. There's no way you'll be stopping us this time. Meet me at Power Plant Live, the courtyard area at 1 a.m. There's bound to be a lot of people there, even for one in the morning. What's your game, Garvey? Garvey took a while to answer, probably because he was chuckling on the other end. Smug bastard. Insurance, Captain Chambers. Insurance. <laughs> he hung up the phone afterwards. The silence slammed into my soul like a freight train. For the first time in a long time, I didn't know what to do. Lots of things bounced into my head. Was Colt still alive? Was this a trap? And even if it was, could I get us out of there alive? Karen could see the helplessness in my face. They have him. I couldn't speak a word, but just nodded my head. It's like the words were afraid to come out. I looked at my wife and newborn baby and realized that I might never see them again after tonight. But they weren't going to win. Over my dead body were they going to win. I walked through the house trying to find every weapon I could. Joshua, call Calliope. Maybe she... The keepers already said they couldn't help me, I said as I pulled my semi-automatic shotgun from my closet, my Fiacci Law 12. I loaded as much ammo as I could for the shotgun and my Glock. Josh, you're a good shot, but you are not John Rambo. What are you doing? Trust me. If I had access to an M60, I'd definitely be invoking Rambo. Those assholes have forced my hand. Now I have to meet with them. Killing all of them might be impossible. You don't know who he will have with him. That's right. So I want you to take Milo and go to your sister's house in Virginia. Pack up now. I'm not leaving you, Josh. Please, let me stay here with you. I can get Milo a babysitter and I can join you. I turned to her in disbelief. Don't you think they have us being watched? They know I went to see Cole last night. Any person you take to him becomes a target. Joshua, we are targets. You can take care of yourself. You're a competent marksman. I love your confidence in me, but I am really fucking scared right now. She was right. I can't protect her and Milo from afar. Okay, come with me. But if something happens to me, I want you to take the car and drive as far away as possible. Maybe even New Orleans to my brother and his wife. She nodded as she began getting everything ready. At 1 a.m., I walked into the freezing cold, feeling it shoot into my hurt ankle. 
I had to ignore the pain. Even though it was winter, there was still a great number of people outside smoking and talking. You could see the steam from the people outside. Might have been a hot time inside at Ramshead and PBR. I made sure my shotgun was hidden inside my tan overcoat as I stood there waiting for Garvey. Joshua? I turned around to see Cole Jackson standing there. Cole, are you okay? I thought that Garvey took you. The look on Cole's face wasn't the same guy I knew. He was nervous, and he was sweating, even in the dead of winter. It was at this point that Garvey, with several other members of the police, came from the shadows. My eyes widened as I saw someone that I couldn't believe was involved with Garvey. Agent Jason Stark. Hello, Captain. I couldn't say a word. What can I say about this? It just confirmed everything I was worried about. Cole pulled a gun out of his pants waist and pointed it toward the frozen ground. I could see the gun shaking in his hand. Cole, what are you doing? I asked in panic. It was as if something in his brain was telling him to do this. I, 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 I can't stop my hands. It was then that I realized what was going on. Garvey was going to get rid of one of us today, maybe both of us, and that in his mind there was nothing that was going to stop it. This has been Noxo Season 2, Episode 206, No Way But The Hard Way. In the cast you heard Dan Mac McCloskey, Miguel Pedroza, Ferd Burfel, Danny Atwell, Stacy Atwell, and Emily McAnulty. No Way But The Hard Way by Airborne. FX by Zapsplat.com. Copyright 2022, Dark Charm Media. All rights reserved. <laughs>Do you have concerns about your sleep quality? Laying back and taking a nap on the perfect mattress can be serene. But when it's time for you to take that great dirt nap, the one that lasts forever, you need to make those considerations too. Choose McGee's Funeral Home for all your kicking the bucket needs. When it's time to take that dirt nap and go belly up, you want to be in the most comfortable and serene place possible. No snoring spouses here that we know about. McGee's Funeral Home, here for you when you need to take that long dirt nap. 30-day home trial of gravesites not available. McGee's Funeral Home will not pick up previously owned gravesites. Headstones sold separately. Cremations will not be refunded. Premium dirt not available in all locations. McGee's Funeral Home is a fake business. Tune in to the new season of Fun With Dirt, exclusively on Dark Charm Radio Shows, wherever you get your podcasts.